0: Hey, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. I'm streaming this episode live on YouTube today. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else, and you'd like to see a video of this episode, that will be in the description or episode details. I'm talking with Jack Butler again today. I'm really looking forward to this topic. Welcome, Jack. Thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me back. It's great to be here. I'm excited to dive in with you
0: yes we always have such a good time talking about these really important topics today we're going to be talking about three reasons why a man might be breadcrumbing you or pulling away or acting distant or inconsistent and what to do if you're in a situation like that i know i hear from women all the time who are dealing with a man like this and it can be pretty confusing and difficult to know what to do in a situation like that so is there anything you want to say before we get started
1: I, I want people to pay attention. I really think that what we can share today can, can help. So, you know, if you've been going through it, you know, you know this, I know this, this can be in- incredibly confusing, painful, and literally traumatic and traumatizing for people. So, yeah, let's get you some help.
0: Definitely. And I know you also have a brand new, totally free uh, webinar or masterclass that you're running, right? Very, very soon. That's going to be the first link in the description, no matter where you're watching or listening to this. Is there anything you want to say about that briefly before we jump in?
1: So it's called Reclaim Your Power. It's how to let go of a connection which is going nowhere without getting reeled back in. So this is really focused on people who are in a situation, they're tired of Mr. Casual, they're tired of Mr. Breadcrumb, and what can, you, what can you do about it? So I'm gonna give you my reclaim your power process, take you through that, it's, uh, it's gonna be powerful stuff, and it's really gonna help you get clarity on what your next steps and actions are. So if anyone's interested in that, I'd love to have you with us.
0: Perfect, okay, so that'll be the first link, like I mentioned, in the description, and it looks like we have a good amount of people joining now, so what is that first reason why a man might be breadcrumbing you? <laughs>
1: Well, the first reason he might be breadcrumbing you, we could just broadly call something like he is not that into the connection. And I've actually purposely decided to say he's not that into the connection rather than he's not that into you. Because one of the things that I think can help people is actually to make this less personal, right? Sort of meaning rather than like, oh, it's something about me or it's something about my worth or whether I'm enough. If you actually just get a little objective from them, just say there's a thing that exists between you called a connection and two people have to be mutually into that connection for it to go anywhere, right? For it even to have what I would call two people on the pitch who want to play together, right? Still might not go anywhere. Still might go somewhere and then get stalled. It might not be right for whatever number of reasons. But the challenge is how do you get someone on the pitch that wants to play with you? And if they don't, why are you taking that personally? Because that's not actually about you. So, the first reason that a guy might be breadcrumbing you is that he's not actually into a connection either with you right now or just in his life in general. That's where he's at. And you don't want to be in the business of trying to change men. That's not the business you want to be in.
0: It's so important. I know I hear from people all the time. I mean, I know this can happen to men as well, right? Where there's like a strong connection or they feel chemistry or an attraction with this person. But they might be doing just enough to kind of keep them there, but it never really seems to move yes. forward towards a real relationship or the that's person right. never really like escalates their efforts. Yes. Right. And so yes, that's totally when right. it's really important just to understand what we're going to be sharing here today. I think that first one's really powerful. Is there anything else you want to say on that one? Or you want to move into number two?
1: Uh, I think let's get into number two. Okay. Yeah. So the, the the second reason that a guy could could be breadcrumbing you is that actually he's become what i like to call drop off guy mm. so so this is where the investment and interest is on a downward decline now sometimes this happens steeply and that's painful but it's it's a little bit more obvious right we were sort of like connecting many times a week or every day or we had a number of dates that were kind of week to week to week and then suddenly I haven't really been hearing from him any like as much, right? And it could be uh-huh. that we're at 50%, 20%. Sometimes it goes down to like 5%, 1%. He's really completely dropped off. The one that can be a little more challenging to notice is the one that's a steady decline in drop-off, right? It's 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 little by little. You know, there's the story of, you know, if you... If you put a toad in boiling water, it jumps out. But if you put a toad in cold water and gradually heat it up, it eventually kind of succumbs because it doesn't realize that it's getting heated. Right. So it's this is the same process in reverse. You've sort of been like, huh, okay, just it's 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 gradual, but is it me? Am I now wanting too much? Or am I am I confused? That that one's a little trickier. Sometimes guys do that because they they don't want to just tell you the truth. So they're kind of quote, letting you down gently. Sometimes it's just other things have been reprioritized in his life or it's just that actually his investment strategy is different to yours. So I like people to get sober about if you're with a guy that has a different investment strategy, that's normally where you get most confused, meaning some guys can invest a ton of energy until such point that they're they're actually like, I don't think this is right for me. And then they might start that gradual decline. And if you don't have that kind of investment strategy, that will confuse you all day long until you can notice, Okay, oh this guy has a different investment strategy. We're now on the downhill and the downhill doesn't typically turn around unless there's some substantive transformative moment, right? Which mm-hmm. might be something like he quits a super stressful job or he actually becomes clear. Wow. Yeah. I've been treating you in a way that's actually not how I want to treat you because I realize I do want to invest in a different way. But there's, there's not, you know, that sounded religious. It's normally like a come to Jesus kind of moment, right? There's a, there's a thing that is a wake up call, If it's not that, typically that situation just keeps declining and and your best bet is actually to start to, to downshift on your side of the equation.
0: I hear about that all the time as well. I see a great question in the chat, by the way, if anyone has a question about their situation or anything else, let us know and we'll get to those at the end. What is happening? Typically, I know every situation is (laughs) different. That's where getting some personalized support can be really helpful, but is it just that they've decided they're not that into this person and they don't want to have a straightforward conversation? So it's just kind of easier or does the person in that situation even know that they're dropping off? Are they doing it intentionally or consciously often?
1: Yeah, I I think they typically know. Uh, so long as they are still putting attention sort of into that area of their life, mm. I invite people to get curious if they have to know the reason. And mm. uh, so even if it's hard to not really know what's going on over there, my sense is the more that you try and figure him out, the more you've sort of lost the game always already. Kind of yeah. kind of meaning, yeah. Learn about men, learn about men and the differences and the difference in masculine energy, Learn all that stuff. But actually, it, if you're trying to figure out why he's dropped off, what you're missing is he has dropped off. That's the main thing, you know. Like yeah. if if um, you know if you've been in a horrific car crash, yeah, okay. Eventually, we can you know look at the safety features of the car. But like right now, you're in a horrific car crash. You got to get a hospital. You got to do the thing, right? We don't need yeah. to do the post match analysis yet. So as tricky as that is, your freedom is often in not having to understand everything that's going on over there with him because it could be one of a hundred reasons, but they all lead to the same path, right? It's sort of like there's a hundred ways up the mountain and he might just be on one of those. And it's actually not typically to do with you. The thing that I see that confuses people is sometimes there is a, a sort of a significant moment where you feel his pullback, right? Maybe you, Uh, I don't know, you got into a little bit of, of, of conflict, right? Or perhaps you felt like you hit one of his wounds, or maybe you asked for more and then he kind of backed off and you're wondering, well, did I ask for too much or did I come on too strong? Again, typically from my experience, all of that stuff is a little bit the noise and the actual essence is, well, he did drop off and he didn't want to bring the thing to you, right? If it's like, yeah, there's an issue here, he can bring that to you. You still may not be able to work it out, but if he's not wanting to get on the pitch enough to talk about it, that's that's a tricky situation. And the pattern that I've seen that hurts people is they start to they sort of be in this narrative, well, he needs healing. And then maybe yeah. they're sort of trying to be his surrogate healer or right. maybe they're trying to push him into therapy. And those things may be true. He may benefit from some therapy, but again, we want you out of the business of needing to know about that. Like leave that between him and his therapist. If he ever hires one, um, your job is to know what you're available for. And that's sort of where you finish, right? It's sort of like, you know, my neighbor gets to do what they want with their garden. This is my garden and this is how we want to play in my garden. That that's, that's the thing is really staying in your lane and, and doing it from a place of assuredness and self-centeredness and self-love as opposed to sort of overly putting the attention on him and and wishing it were different.
0: I love everything you said. I think that's so important. I think everyone should just rewind that last minute or two (laughs) and replay it over and over and send this to all your girlfriends who need this information. I think it's so important. I think with any of these situations, you can analyze the man or the other person all day long. But if pressed, if you were to really say, hey, what's going on here? You would probably get a response like, well, you know, I'm just really busy right now. Everything leads to that road of he's just – not really into this connection, what we talked yes. about in number one, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Super totally.
0: important. I'm really excited to hear this third one. So are we ready to jump <laughs> into number three? I think this is all <laughs> such great information.
1: Yeah. So the third reason that a guy might, uh, might breadcrumb you is that he... In personally to you or anyone else, he's just actually not available for what we could call a committed style of relationship. So sometimes this helps people just to think about the different styles of relationship that exist. I sometimes try to make this simple by saying there's a thing called friendship or companionship. There's a thing called lovership. And there's a thing called partnership. Now, most women that are serious about relationship and want something vestible, they're actually in that third category, right? They're looking for partnership. And if a guy is not looking for partnership and or in the connection with you, that desire isn't getting inspired, he's going to be in one of those two other categories. And your job is to try and notice that. Now, you could be available for it, right? So there is the I sometimes call it the starter or the hors d'oeuvres, right? I want the full course, but right now, you know, it's winter. I'm, I'm a little bit like there's nothing much else going on. So I don't mind having someone in my life that's a bit more of a lovership, right? There is a romantic connection. We go on some dates, but I get that it's not really in that third category. It's not really investable, but it takes a lot of presence and sobriety to orient towards something that's a, like a friendship or a lovership and not start to think, well, maybe it could be a partnership. You know, maybe he's going to start liking me more. Maybe he's going to start prioritizing me more. So I say you have to be really sober about this stuff. I actually think one of the differences between the masculine and feminine essences on the whole, and I'm generalizing grossly, is it's easier for men to play in this friend lover category and not get hurt because they're not actually wanting it to become the partnership. That's not their end goal. Whereas I think if you're in your feminine essence or you're a feminine essence person, you want something that's investable as a partnership. And so playing in those other two categories and sort of pretending you're casual, but your heart isn't casual. That's a recipe for heartbreak and heartache. So when I see women who've been really hurt in relationship it's because they thought it was more investable, but actually maybe with sobriety, it was, it was in one of these other two categories. So then the question comes, well, how do you discover those things? Well, normally if a guy's interested in partnership in category three, he's going to let you know at some point, like, Hey, I'm looking for something kind of serious or, Hey, I want, I want you to be my girlfriend or, Hey, I want you to be my partner. Or maybe at some point let's talk about, I don't know, moving in together or something that's, you know, kind of progressing and escalating the relationship where it gets tricky is that guys can sometimes say these things, Mm -hmm. but not back it up or not match their actions. You know? So, so uh, part of this is, you know, we don't just look at the words. We actually look at the, you know, the actions and the investment and the consistency over time. And, Again, you don't want to be coaching a guy into being more consistent with you. You want the guy who's always already, he wants to be consistent with you because that's just what's true for him or that's what's inspired in him in the connection with you. And again, I try to make it super impersonal and say, as guys, we don't even get to choose this stuff, right? You might look at someone and be like, that's the most incredibly beautiful woman I've ever seen, but life doesn't inspire any partnership desire in you. It's just Mm -hmm. never going to be there. So maybe you just appreciate her beauty and say, great. Or maybe it's a lovership thing, but it's you don't even get to decide fully who you want to have that with. But one day you meet someone and that's more on the table and you need to wait, I think, until there's a guy that has something of that going on. It still may work out. It still may not. But now we're both on the pitch and we're getting serious.
0: I completely agree. Absolutely. (laughs) Everything you said is just so spot on. It's gold, right? I know this is resonating. Thank you so much for your comments in the chat. We'll get to those at the end. Would you say that a man who is available for partnership and when he meets that woman, or I guess this could apply to both men and women, they meet that other person who they could really, they're really feeling it for, they kind of reveal themselves to be in that partnership category pretty quickly. It's not something that like, you know, a man's breadcrumbing you for a year and then all of a sudden he wakes up and now he's available for partnership. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, the the,
1: the thing that you're talking there, I think, is incredibly rare to the point where I would sort of say a guy who is routinely breadcrumbing you is just automatically disqualified. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, yeah, I don't know, we're playing football, but you've actually not got enough players on the pitch, so it's just it's just disqualified. I I would think Mm -hmm. of that guy as as disqualified. so, is it possible that there's a guy at some point who who decides, oh, actually, I do want to invest more in this connection? That does sometimes happen. Again, it, I don't think it's necessarily the norm, but typically there was something in the connection fairly from the moment of meeting, right? Even if it was mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, yeah, we definitely wanted to keep connecting more, or there was a way that he was showing up for you. Right. So maybe he was willing to, like, I don't know, help you do some things or or kind of show that aspect of wanting to be a more let's just say traditional masculine essence in your life, even if perhaps there was something structurally that wasn't, you know, maybe he was about to ship out and he's in the military, right? So he didn't want to get too involved, or maybe he had a job that was taking him, you know, he's traveling a lot, or maybe he was starting a business. So he didn't really have a firm foundation, or maybe he was still going through separation, or maybe he'd been hurt in a previous relationship and was taking it slow. But, but the way that he orients towards you is there's a sort of seriousness or intention to it. Like there's a way that he is showing up for you, even if it's, it's not like, yes, I want to, I want to definitively be in a relationship that tends to be different than the breadcrumbing scenario. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. the hard end of breadcrumbing, And I've spoken to people like this, where it's like the, you know, the guy hasn't made any contact to your text, you know, and it's now like we can count the days and I don't even have enough fingers. Right. So if the yeah. guy's taking over 10 days to get back to you, I don't think he's just going to turn around one day and be like, Whoa, sorry, what was I doing? I was treating you really badly. Or and it's almost like, it's not even like he's treating you badly. It's just you're not showing up as a priority in his life in any way. So, I don't, whatever's going on with him, that's not a good situation for you. Now, there could be a guy that does get back to you and text you, but he's not ready for a relationship. That, that sometimes happens. But maybe he can communicate that with you, or maybe you still decide, okay, well, I'll just match his energy and investment. I'm not going to pretend or fantasize. Or I might be a no until he's more of a yes. That also can work, you know, meaning. Yeah. I, I know what I'm looking for. So yeah, you're you you you're, you're welcome to call me. We call this the, if something changes, give me a call guy. But I'm not going to start <laughs> yes. to open myself up in, in that only that way that I want to do when there's a little bit more basis of we're both on the pitch together, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So opening yourself up and just like showing this man every single thing you have to offer and being right. so reasonable and so understanding and patient with him, that's not going to just inspire him to all of a sudden, you know, a year or two into this snap to and just see you in a whole new way. Typically the part the partnership guy who's really interested (laughs) reveals that pretty quickly and that stays consistent over time. That's what I've experienced.
1: I think so. Yeah. Or if it's not, And I think that's most of the time. And if it's Mm -hmm. not, there is this, there's a sort of like a step change, right? Where the guy sort of stops being a jerk in whatever way that is. Even if the jerk is just, he was, he wasn't taking it seriously or he wasn't taking it exclusively or, but there's a thing where he almost comes to you and sort of says that thing that I've been doing, I don't want to do that anymore. Or I want to take this more seriously, but he's not doing it because you started to pull away or because you called him on it. So that, I think, sometimes can confuse women where it's like they sort of say, hey, I want more. And then he's sort of like, well, hey, babe, yeah, I can give you more. Or, you know, it's kind of whiny. It's kind of placatory. He's kind of saying something to keep you here in the moment. But it didn't really come from him. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like, I uh, put it in a work context, you know, the 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 employer's coming in and he's saying, hey, I, I got to let you go because you haven't been performing. And you sort of say, oh, I'm so sorry. I've been so busy. Yeah, I'll check my email more. Oh, I'll start to show up on Friday mornings. Oh, I'll stop pretending I'm working when I'm not. That's not really an apology. It's not it's not real, is it? It's like, a right. sorry, I got caught. But what you really want is the guy who's like, yeah, I, I want to show up. For you and for me you know like i like it when i show up for you that's the ideal it's not like yeah. he's every day it's like oh my gosh it's so hard being in connection with you and i have to like show up for you it's sort of like i kind of want to do that you know there's yeah. something that, that, that is good for you but it's also good for me like my heart yeah. wants to do that
0: so, on his
1: own right <laughs> from his own volition that, not because you pulled that, away that's the key thing not because you pulled away or you did some trick or hack or manipulated him or you cried so hard that he felt so bad <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's like yeah. noticing what is the thing already that's coming towards you, right? You know, the sun rises every day. You don't have to do anything. It's a bit more that kind of energy. You know, if you, if you believe, well, I have to get up before the sun and do this particular thing to make sure the sun rises, that's a lot of hard work and it's not actually connected, you know? So you don't want to be working hard to get him in relationship with you work hard. If you're in that relationship and you want to try and make it work and there's things to try and figure out, but the whole working hard to want him to want you, I just want you out of that business, like badly out of that business.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I hear from so many women where they get excited because they do something, they like mirror his behavior because they're trying to make something happen with him. And then they get a temporary result and they feel like, Mm. okay, this is great. But if a man's only coming towards you and pursuing you and showing interest and being consistent when you're acting cold or distant, that's such a red flag, right? That's why I say you want a man who's attracted to you when you are warm, basically, and open and receptive, yes. and you're just being yourself. If that causes a man to you know, get hot and cold or inconsistent, or if it's too much for him, you want to know that right away and not apply some kind of tactic to, to make him step I up agree. or feel a different way. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really okay. glad we, we made that distinction. Yes. Yeah. Totally. So important. Is there anything else you want to say on this or do you want to recap these three and get to some questions?
1: Totally up getting to some questions. So uh, maybe in this, this is also just leading into anyone that wants to, to join me for the, the free event. Right. So there's there's a way that you can orient towards uh, male dating behavior, whether it's uh, being casual, breadcrumbing um, or, you know, you sort of fill in the blanks. And there's a way that you can do that from a place of blame, um, hurt, and wounding, right? And it's sort of something like, he shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. And what this masterclass is about, and and my approach to this work is, is, you know, I'm using this expression, I want you out of that business, we're not trying to change this particular guy, we don't need to run a whole commentary on how bad he is, we actually just need you to disengage and own your boundaries more, right? So this is where I say, Mr. Breadcrumb can become your spiritual awakening that's actually the reason that i do this work you know in and of Mm -hmm. itself you know dating behavior and tactics it's it's not super interesting to me i sometimes joke with people i didn't graduate cambridge to become a dating coach i graduated (laughs) cambridge because i'm interested in psychology and i'm interested in people and you can use dating to wake up, right, to, to become more who you are. That's really what the essence of the transformation that Mr. Breadcrumb offers you, because there's a certain point where when it's so badly downloaded into you that it's not about you or your worth, that you get to say no and you don't have to say it as a, as a quote, bitch. You can say it no as a self-loving, compassionate to myself person. I'm just not that interested to engage in this. That is a radically different life. You no longer have to fear men. You no longer have to try to get your PhD in douchebags, liars. You know any any negative uh, adjective you would describe men with? Those men exist. Those things exist in all of us at certain ways, at certain times. Probably it's about you focusing on you. That that is the game here. That's why it's reclaim your power, right? It's yes. not re-educate men. I'm totally up for working with. I've coached men, men that want to transform. Great, you know we're all in a transformational process if we embrace it, but your job is not to coach the men at large. It, and I'm not exonerating bad male dating behavior. I'm just saying, you know, criminality exists. You know, you and I can't solve that here today. What we can solve is where do you put your time, energy and attention? And mm-hmm. we, don't you, we don't want you to walk in the high crime areas and then think the world is only full of criminals, right? What we want you to do is to walk in the areas that have you most true and authentic to yourself, where it's right for you to open, relax and receive and and that's where we need your focus so if you find yourself in the narrative that you know all men are or men should or men are just this or that's the that's the clue to to stop and slow down and to see huh what would it take for this to be about me not in a self-blaming way but in a in a self-loving empowered female way right Mm -hmm. like oh i just Mm -hmm. i'm just not a yes to that you know i don't eat gluten but i don't go into gluten restaurants and start trash talking them. It doesn't serve me. Right. It's just I just need to know where's the non-gluten. And if that option is maybe I won't even eat. If the only option in front of me is, you know, a guy who's breadcrumbing, maybe I'll just disengage and I'll just be single. That's actually just mm-hmm. that's better. You know, so so yeah. if you're listening this right now and you don't have any connections in your life, you know, you might be a step forward than you even realize right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're closer to getting that full on committed relationship yeah, than someone life. who's hanging on to some on and off situation right here. Yeah. Those people are even further away from what they truly want. I found, I love everything you said. I think that should maybe be our next podcast episode topic coming from a place <laughs> of right. Not blaming a certain gender or a certain yeah. person and just what energy. is my power in this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I resonated so deeply with all of that. I mean, I just I think it's so important. Yeah, I want to do a whole topic just on that. I think that's great. So I just scrolled up to look for some questions. He says, I've been involved with a guy genuinely afraid of commitment. He Mm. begs me to stay in his life and he's consistent. He's asked me to just enjoy our time together and give it time to unfold. Is this ever okay?
1: Mm. Really
0: love to hear your thoughts on this one.
1: Yeah, so I, I would be curious about what sort of timelines we're talking about, right? So uh, you know situations have uniqueness I think this sort of thing could be okay if we're talking about months I'm less interested in this if it starts to roll into years right so meaning you get to you get to say anyway if a guy gets to, to stay in your life um, but if his notion of hey just just let it unfold is creeping into the multiple months into years he may not be taking good enough care of you in a, in a certain way right like uh, some guys are slow to want to step into commitment, but actually it can also uh, sometimes be a proxy for I'm never going to prioritize this, right? that That's the mm-hmm. thing that you're trying to work out. And if a guy is enough in your corner, he might get, you know, not just you, nearly any woman or someone has a feminine that wants a longer term relationship. They're going to want some kind of, um, commitment at some point, right? Now, commitment can look different, right? Commitment can doesn't have to be marriage. Com- commitment can be exclusivity. Commitment can be, you know, that we're definitively partners or boyfriend and girlfriend, right? So I'm going to come to events with you. I'm going to be with you when you're with your family. It, you know, it can, it can look different, but I, I would be... Um, I would be wary of this. Like if I were your big brother, I would probably want to sit down with him and say, "Yo, what's going on? What's what's the mm-hmm. truth here?" You know, are you are you likely to make a commitment? Is there something that's stopping that? What are you afraid of? All all guys are afraid of commitment at some level, I think, even if they are super up for it. Yeah, of course there's like a you know, it's like yeah, it's, it's such a Potential big constraint on your freedom, or you might feel like you're making a mistake or there's things that you may have done as a single guy that you're not going to be doing so i don't think that's uncommon in the in the male experience, maybe not just the male experience, but it's sort of like well how how do you get to to be with that and I don't think it's fair to just have someone sort of year after year just kind of dealing with that, or there could be a commitment yeah. to say hey i I know I've got some commitment issues so yeah, I'm going to put myself into some therapy or I'm going to hire a coach or let's let's go to therapy together or something that's still moving it forward even if there's some big questions. But if it's just sort of stalled permanently and then you can't really talk about it and you always have to bring it up and he never brings it to the table that that's the bit that I'm, I'm less keen on because it, it also yeah. starts to depolarize the relationship often. Right,
0: right. sounds like he's just happy with the way things are right now. I'm not seeing anything from this situation that makes it look like he wants anything more than what it is. So I think everything you said is really important. So spot on. There's a similar question here. What should a woman do with a man who you've been dating for three years and no commitment? Yeah. Similar situation. Well, right? So
1: you might have to make an, a, a kind of an ultimatum and I, you know, I call it like a loving ultimatum, right? So I want to be in a committed relationship and you're not offering me commitment. And so that doesn't really work for me.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I I can hang around for a month, right? To give you time to talk to your guy friends or talk it over with a coach or therapist or professional or chat to your mom or, you know, kind of do what you need to do. I'm not, I don't need to run... Or, or finish this right today, but we need to be in a process to work out, you know, are we taking this into one or are we kind of backing it into zero? You know, so that's why I use this zero one thing because, it, it, you know, it's a, well, you know, Helena, you've, you've been pregnant, right? Is that you're either <laughs> pregnant or you're not right. There might be yes. complications, and, but like it's a sort of a zero one scheme and this is what we're trying to make this. Now, sometimes there are contexts that are a little more complex, right? Not everyone has a a relationship that's maybe just right from the get go is super into the commitment and it works right there there are variations but this is a decent amount of time right he's not going to get much more data i don't think unless there's some structural piece right like he's been as i say working away or he's been bankrupt or his mum died or something that's like yeah it's an unusual period of his life um you know i would be curious does this guy ever imagine that he's going to want commitment with anyone you know, is that is does he want that in his life? Because if he wants a committed relationship, you know, three years is a, is, a, is a decent amount of time to get to know someone. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'd want to know what what his reality is, or you know, what are the things that he's kind of um, thinking. But for a lot of people, that just wouldn't work, and they might have already given him less time, right? So so you've already in some ways been quite generous to say three three years with, with no commitment. I don't know what no commitment. I don't know if that means we're boyfriend, girlfriend, but he doesn't want to get married. Or if it means he doesn't even want to treat me as an exclusive girlfriend or want monogamy or, you know, so there might be a bit of texture there, but ultimately it's about what do you want? Cause there is a woman yeah. for whom this would be fine. Right. Maybe a woman who's like, look, I did, as long as he takes me on a date every now and then that's fine. But if you want a, you know, a committed relationship that's going to lead to living together or children or marriage, or just, you know, retirement together, traveling the world, whatever your thing is. Then you've got to take a stand for that, I think, and and sometimes that's hard because you might love a guy who ultimately isn't going to be the committed thing that you need. Right. So that's hard. I'm I'm not. You know, it's easier for me to stand here talking about this, but that that is hard. You might genuinely love the guy, but if he really loves you, there's also this thing where you, as a guy, can realize. I think there's something that you could have with another guy that I can't give you, which could be commitment. So sometimes the guy has to exit left, even if that's heartbreaking for him, because that's higher level leadership, right? It's sometimes doing the thing that is, is sacrifices yourself for someone else. Cause that's really what would, would, loving them. Like don't get in, don't get in her way would be, would be the question if you were coaching this guy directly. Like why, why are you stopping that? If you know, and if you don't know, how do we get you to know, you know, 30 days, 90 days, what do you need? Do you need to take a week off work? Go to the mountains go talk to a spiritual teacher. I don't know what you need. Go fast for a week, go be in the desert, talk to the animal. I don't know, like whatever it takes, but he should be doing the things that he thinks are going to move it forward. That's what I would want to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Three years, a man knows what he wants after three years, typically, right? So it might be a case like the last one. I mean, it doesn't typically take a guy years and years and years to know if he wants to commit, right? I think... It, may no, it, is it, might,
1: it might take him three years to know that this is what he wants. And so it, that he's tapped out, right? We're at the whatever 40%, 50%, 60%, 70% of sort of like the full enchilada. And that's actually all he can offer. Mm-hmm. But he may know that, right? He may know basically, this is the deal. If you want to be with me, yes, I'm not going to marry you or no, I'm not going to live with you or no, I'm not going to mingle our finances or I'm not going to do Thanksgiving with your mother or whatever the sort of, you know, the hallmarks Mm -hmm. of a more kind of, we're in a relationship together. And so let's just be frank about that. And, and, you know, it might be really hard to be in that conversation, but the, you know, the, the, the short-term pain of that, I think is going to be better than the long-term pain of that going on year after year. You know, the worst case scenario for you is this goes on for three more years. And then at some point, you know, he's, he's not really there for you. It'd probably be better to push it to its conclusion quicker. I think for both of you, ultimately, Um, But particularly for you, because you're the one that probably wants more. Some guys are totally happy to have a sort of casual lover girlfriend for a decade or more, you know, or just forever, because that's kind of all they want. That's fine. That guy gets to have that. Just let him have it with someone who wants that. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, that's the thing. We're basically trying right. to say, well, what are the matches here? Oh, low commitment guy? Oh, oh, you want a low commitment relationship? Great, let's let's get together. But the guy who's low commitment with the woman who wants high commitment, that's just a bad match. That's not exactly. that's not good for anyone. You yeah, know?
0: yeah, totally agree. Yeah, uh, Emily says, very important to say to a guy, your boundaries to avoid getting breadcrumbs. This might be hard if you're afraid to be pushed away let's see. I had a man that I dated on and off for a year and a half that has never that has told me he'd like to take me fishing several times. The boat has never left the dock. <laughs> yes. He's a liar and a user. Yeah. You know, right. on I'm and off. I'm laughing
1: because the way you expressed that was kind of mm-hmm. funny. The boat right. has never left the dock with <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, I always say
0: on and off for a year and a half, always a red flag. When I see here about on and off, I don't really ever see those situations turn into like, oh, and then all of a sudden, you know, he fully committed. So if you're on and off with a guy and it's been something like a year and a, half that's where you were saying jack might need to you know take a look at what's my role in this situation why am i engaging with somebody who is not fully in it right
1: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah yeah that's it's making it about you but not in a self-critical way right exactly. just in, just in a self-empowered way exactly um and sometimes things get a little worse before they get better right meaning if i've got a low commitment connection and i'm contemplating letting that go in the short term, that's going to be a little painful or, or maybe a lot painful, right? Because there's loss and I'm going to have to grieve it. I'm going to have to grieve the imagined future or the it getting better. Or perhaps I do love him or I certainly have feelings for him. So that's not easy, but it's it's going to take you to someplace better. That's the thing is, you're, you're, you know, part of having a deeper trust in life is that some of the authentic heart desires you have can come into your life in the fullness of time. You often have to let something go. That that's the tricky thing, right? It's almost like, yeah, you know, if I want to, I don't know, a better car in the garage. At some point, I've got to like take the old one out, you know, and 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 risk having something better. So th- there is risk involved in this, but I think in the bigger picture, it's actually not as risky as it feels because there's something better that could come, but it's not on your timeline, and that's why it's called trust. You know, so yeah. it's it's hard, but it's also deeply profound if you can learn to cultivate that sort of trust and patience in this domain which normally for those of us like me that this is you know this is a domain that you're interested in and it has a growth path then you actually get that upside in other areas of your life as well there might be other things that you want to manifest in your life that you can stop chasing that you can relax on and you can allow and receive from a different place and you may not even know what I'm exactly saying that might not make sense to you or you might not have that felt experience but just just sort of being open that there's something for you to learn here that could be really profound in your life and it's to my mind it's a bit deeper than calling a guy a user it's Mm -hmm. actually why am I engaged in that what what part of me wants to make that something or change something about it or just says yes to it or is sort of happy for crumbs or wants to be taken advantage of or lets myself being taken advantage of that's the wake-up call in that territory, and it, it it's 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 meaningful, you know. That's the, that's why I want to do this work because that's meaningful change in people's lives. You have a, you have a different life, your connection to life is different.
0: Yeah. Okay. I love what you said there. Yeah. Here's another question. I have no problem having guys commit. I was engaged twice. I only no, now know of program patterns. I wish I knew the beliefs I had to change. Any ideas? Any thoughts on this one?
1: So I, I think you're asking are there unconscious programs that I'm running? Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, What's the what, what would the change be here? Would the, would the change be sort of like manifesting the relationship that you want to be in or something like that? Perhaps you can just give us a second cut because I, I could probably take this at a few places, but I don't want to take it down a okay. bit of a, of, a, yeah. of, a, of a rabbit hole.
0: Got you know? it, all right, for the sake you know. of time, yeah, feel free to type more and we'll just move on to the next one. I see a ton of more questions just popped in. So if a guy's breadcrumbing, do you give him an opportunity to change his actions or do you fall back and eventually walk away? Great question.
1: Yeah, so I would generally be more of a fan of the second, right, so if he's already breadcrumbing you, I don't think you owe him anything. Right? I don't think you necessarily owe him an opportunity to do to do differently and because we're saying statistically it's super rare that the breadcrumber becomes your full partner you can sort of lean a little bit on that to say okay the chances that, th- that he's going to change meaningfully I think are kind of low so uh, I think you really have uh, I try to make this simple for you I think you basically have three options you, you kind of do nothing which is what you're calling fallback right so you you, you you actually just sort of stop engaging you ask directly or you make some kind of authentic communication like hey i want more basically are you available for that uh or you seem kind of hot and cold am i picking that up right talk to me i'm a big girl so to speak like i, I can hear the truth but i want you to tell me the truth um or here's what i think is true and i'm just putting that in your reality and i'm checking it out with you um or you you basically fully cut it off and already move into like a no contact kind of situation so you do nothing ask directly go no contact i don't think there's actually anything else than the everything else is sort of like a subset or variation of those three things so i try to make it simple for people like you know i can deal with a lot of nuance but i try to make this stuff simple for people so if you're going to back off and walk away the only question is do you let him know that you're doing that or not and i don't i don't think you owe him that that explanation if it really is what helps you do it if making the authentic communication to to cut something off makes it easier for you to cut it off that's a legitimate reason to do it sometimes speaking something into reality helps it become your reality yeah um but
0: love what you said there i think that's great hopefully that answered your question um Anne says it's up to the woman what they're willing to put up with i like that yeah thank you for sharing and i just see so many comments um
1: and by the um, way just just to be fair on this right that that also it cuts both ways right so sometimes guys get breadcrumbed by women you know that's also a thing and so it's up to a guy to say oh probably this woman that only texts me back occasionally or she only texts me when she hasn't got a hotter date, basically, maybe I need to say no to that for my own self-esteem, mm-hmm. self-worth and, and for someone that just wants to be with me because they think this is what they want to invest in, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what does it mean when a man starts to look for another woman and he's been with somebody after three years? Yeah, I had a feeling this is the same person who was with the guy for three years. It means he's not into you, right? It means he's not your guy. That's my perspective. Jack, yeah. any thoughts on this Yeah. One?
1: 100%. Right? Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a, a, you know, I mean, this is why I've, you know, ultimately, c- you know, called my masterclass reclaim your power. This to me mm-hmm. is a classic reclaim your power situation. I don't think you need more data, right? So, so the, all the data is in that he's uh, not committed after three years. And now not only is he not committed, which was that sort of earlier situation, right? He's also, you know, he's putting energy elsewhere. So it's not like he's committed, but let's say he's a sort of a guy who only gives 70% of himself to a relationship, but that 30 is not for anyone else. He's just, you know, his hundred is 70, so to speak, without getting too mathematical. He's taken that other energy and he's putting it somewhere else. Yeah. That's, that's not a good situation for you. And that's hard, yeah. right? Cause you're probably attached to this guy. You probably love him. You have feelings, you know, so I don't want to disavow any of that. What the thing you're being asked and invited to do, it's, it's not easy, but it's so necessary. And, and when you're on the other side of it, there is a place that you can look back from where you can solve this issue. I think not just for a particular guy, I think you can pretty much just solve it. Now that doesn't mean you'll never meet a low commitment guy. It's just, you'll spot it right. In the same way that, I don't know, for ways when I first became gluten free, it was tricky because no one really understood it. And it wasn't really clear which foods they weren't labeled a little bit. Like at a certain point, I can taste food and I can pretty much just know, oh, you've told me that's gluten-free, but I'm telling you that's got gluten in because it tastes mm-hmm. too good, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> th- you can do a similar thing where you're like, oh, the guy's taking three days to text me back. Nah, I'm not really into that. And yeah. you kind of move on and you literally can move on in a matter of moments. You're not there thinking, did I do something wrong? Did I Was it what I said? Did he not like what I wear? Am I not good enough? Oh, this has happened before. It's like, kind of know. You kind of own your power, queen, authenticity, whatever language you want to use. It's sort of pointing to that same thing that you're okay as you. And there's someone that thinks that you're a, you're a good thing and they want time and energy and they want it with you. That's what we're waiting for. And you might have never even had that experience. And I still think it's worth waiting for, let Thank alone you. a guy who's starting to two-time you basically. That's, yeah. that's not totally helpful agree. to you or to him. It doesn't make guys better to do that. You know what i mean like yeah. if, if he wants something else he can say to you look i'm sorry i've given you three years and i actually don't want to be in this relationship and there's someone else i mean that's a hard conversation but that will make him a better man mm-hmm. you know we all need to have hard conversations at times you know it's made me a better man to have hard conversations i think it's true for any man yeah so, I,
0: I knew something was off with the situation when she said there's three years with no commitment so it's one of those things where if pressed typically the a guy who's not fully stepping up and being consistent or committing will probably tell you, yeah, I'm not really into this for the long haul. So, um, hope that was helpful. The woman who asked about the patterns changing the subconscious programming or beliefs, mm. she was, uh, wrote back in, she was referring to manifesting a man that I feel is marriage material. material.
1: Yeah. So directions of curiosity that I would have. So one of them, you know, it's a good thing that you're listening to Helena because she's kind of the, mm. she's the queen of this, right? Is, is it like a feminine energy sort of question, which is if, if you, at least in part, your essence is a more feminine essence. You know how how much has that been activated, right? So, is there a way that you can learn how to receive more? Is there a learn that you can way you can cultivate more being and less doing? Um, is there a way that you perhaps chase guys? Is there a you know attachment style that's perhaps more on the anxious side that has you kind of in the pursuit? Because there's an interesting thing: you can take a guy, even if he's like a masculine essence guy, and if you start pursuing him. It, it, it sort of like it kind of messes a bit with the program unless he's like hyper masculine he, it, it's, it's sort of like if you start chasing a line i don't recommend this this is not educational advice but it's like you know there's most guys are better when they are in the pursuit and if they get pursued it's, it sort of does something to the way that they show up so that would be a whole thing to, to to look for um i don't know what your beliefs are about marriage if there's anything you know do you have a you know a connection with marriage as a positive thing? Are there, you know, are there role models that you're trying to let go of? I don't know. How is it for mum or dad, or whoever brought you up? So, you know, that would be a, a direction of, um, of curiosity. Sometimes there's not a huge thing to figure out. It's just, um, it's almost like you're approaching relationship like it's a problem to be solved and and i'd invite you to be a little bit more kind of in the in the mystery of it in the unknowing you don't quite know when that door's going to open or something's going to step into your life or someone is going to look at you and want something that you haven't had that experience before with a guy so sometimes it's it's about relaxing on your goals and dreams so that they can come to you a little more and that it's mm-hmm. subtle territory because it can feel a bit like passivity or victimhood but it's actually surrender you know that's the thing so it's like in the in the order of development we have victimhood then we have creator, right, where I get very turned on to what are my goals and I go for it and I want it. And that's an important thing. And that's an important, you know, if a woman has been in a victimhood mentality, sometimes she has to lean a bit into her masculine or that kind of agentic, like, I'm going to change some things in my life. And then on the other side of that, there's this opportunity for surrender, which is actually, no, I'm going to let it come. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to still put myself out there. I might date. I might you know, do the things that fill me up and bring my radiance and all that forward. But I'm, I'm actually OK with not getting this thing. You know, it's, 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 it's a it's a subtle balance there. Maybe you can talk to that better than I can, Helena. I love everything you, know, the- you
0: said. I think this would be a great topic for another episode sometime as well. Yeah, I, I think, I love what you said about, is, are you putting so much energy onto this as a problem to be solved? Yeah, from my perspective, mm-hmm. I would say, do you believe this is gonna happen for you? If you want to get married and start a family, or if you want a real committed relationship with your dream partner, Is this going to happen for you or not? Do you truly believe that it's going to happen? And if you believe it's going to happen, you can kind of relax a little bit and just have fun, right? And enjoy yourself and be in your feminine energy and go out and practice these tools and... Just knowing for sure that this is going to happen in the right timing, in the perfect order and scheme of your Mm. life. You Mm. don't have to go looking for what's wrong with you (laughs) and go looking for uh, your subconscious beliefs that your subconscious beliefs aren't really going to affect you in a big way unless you're like thinking them unless you think that thought one more time, right? So mm-hmm. you'll know if you have a, a belief or thought getting in the way because you'll be thinking it and you'll be attracting evidence of it. Like people who mm-hmm. say there's no good men out there, right? Uh, it's easy to figure out what your beliefs are because they're being reflected back to you on the outside. So yeah, you don't need to go digging around looking for what's wrong with you, right? <laughs> just just trust that it's coming and live your life and see what's being reflected back to you. Then maybe you want to make some t- uh, tweaks from there that makes sense i don't really know any specifics about your situation i love everything you're saying
1: that like that dual maneuver of like almost like a deep trust that this can and will happen for me Mm -hmm. and then you said like and then go have fun like like that it's a bit paradoxical right because it's like I know this can happen, but I'm not having to make it happen. Right. You know, So even sometimes language can be helpful. Like maybe you are going to manifest a man or relationship. But you can also use this language like what if you let life manifest a man or a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So you sort of turn it over. You have that trust that Helena's is talking to, but you, you sort of turn it over a little bit and sort of be like, well, come on, life. You you, go, you can help me. You can bring this to me. I, I don't want to do all the lifting. You know, I'll show up if there's a block or a thing or you want me to do coaching therapy or do a program, all that stuff. I'll show up but I'm, I'm not going to carry it all the time. You know, it's not my, my burden, you know, I'm actually going to allow the inspiration, the, the receptivity to, to, to flow, you know?
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I think that's great. Was that helpful? Let us know in the comments. That's actually the last question I see. I know they don't always show up for me all the time, uh, but I did want to talk about your free masterclass that's yeah. brand new for a limited time. So click that first link in the description or show notes. If you're listening on my podcast, anything else you want to say about that one, Jack, before we close out?
1: Well, I'll say so, so. some of the things that you will get from this, right, is if you have been in the position of needing a guy to change uh, I'm going to help you with that so that you're not in that position of needing something over there to change. Uh, I'm going to help you get clarity if he's not providing any, right? So if you're listening right now and you're in a thing, a connection, a situation ship, a hot cold in out, and it's not clear to you and you, you feel confused and perhaps you're still looking to him to provide the clarity, uh, I've got tools to help you get clarity when he isn't providing any. I'm going to talk to you about no contact. Some of you have probably tried to go no contact because you realize a connection isn't working for you, but you haven't been able to make it stick. You know, ultimately why I created this masterclass and why I also created a program that I have is in this spirit of if you know that there's something that's that's not meeting this, you know, I call it the showing up standard, A guy that's showing up for you, then how do you let that go and actually make it stick without him reeling you back in? Because I, you know speak to women many days of the week where they're like, well, I tried, but then he texted me. Or then he said, hey, let's go for like a, a coffee just as friends, but now we're sort of back connected. And there's so many ways that the thing can keep coming back round if you're not willing to actually say no and honor yourself and develop that kind of self-respect and, you know, self-love really. So if, if any or all of that resonates with you, I'd I'd love to, I'd love to be with you. I'd love to take it deeper. Let's do this.
0: Okay, absolutely, it's totally free, 100% free, no strings attached, right? So again, that's the first link in the description. I'll put it in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube as soon as uh, the replay of this posts. And this was great, Jack. She says, uh, the woman with the last question said, I need help to receive from the universe and relax and have fun, thank you, that makes sense. Great! Um, I'm so glad this was helpful. If uh, we didn't get to your question, I know we're way over on time. (laughs) Um, I would say join the masterclass too. I'm sure you'll do some Q and A at the end of that, right? Absolutely. Yep. Right. So if you're uh, watching the replay of this, or if you're watching this, you know, even if you're watching months from now, we'll make sure to have a free webinar in there from Jack somewhere in the description. So this was amazing. Thank you so much again. Thanks for listening live, everyone. Thanks for your comments and questions. And I hope we can do this again soon.
1: Yeah. Love to be in here. I love all the uh, the input. And uh, yeah, thanks for showing up. I know we're, we're just here in Christmas week. So I appreciate everyone giving this area of their life some attention. Let's get you yes, some traction.
0: Absolutely. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next time. Take care. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check.